This is the Christian Life Coach Collective, and I'm your host, Laura Malone. We're talking all things coaching, concepts, tips, tools, self-coaching, mindset, faith foundations, and definitely entrepreneurship because I want to support your calling as a coach and help you build a thriving online business with God as your CEO. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. So today we have a guest. Her name is Joni. And she's inside of the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group, which I highly recommend you join because I found her in there. She was looking for help on her niche. So she knows a lot about herself. She's done a lot of work and she downloaded the uh, the Digging for Gold workbook that's in the show notes here and also on the, um, the, the website, sterlingandstonementoring.com. And that helped her go through all of this, like all of the gold, go find all of the gold in the mine. It's already there. You know, I want you guys to believe that what you need for your future is actually already part of your original design. You just need somebody to ask you the questions to help you kind of take an ax to the, the cave walls and start pulling away the rocks that are covering up the gold that's inside. Because when you find the gold, why would we still keep on like, I don't know, building things with rocks? You found gold. Let's go polish that gold. <laughs> so using the Digging for Gold workbook, Joni and I jumped on to a call and I recorded it so that we could actually use it as an episode to help you see what it would look like for yourself to go through this process because I want you to find your core message. I want you to find how your core message could turn into a coaching solution and then figure out what kind of problem does that solution solve and who has this problem. Many of you are going, I don't know who my right clients are. I don't know who to work with. I know I want to coach, but I don't know what to coach on. Well, this is the path to that. And Joni really sets a great example, not just because of who she is and how she's taken so much imperfect action and just figured it out. She's asked a lot of scary questions. She's stepping into her version of brave and she's listening to God and she's talking to him about the calling on her life. And I want you to hear how she processes this and the work that we do to find this one common thread, this common denominator of everything that she says, how it culminates in this one thing that, like she said, it's all there, but, you know, she was kind of overthinking it. And so she wasn't able to succinctly state it in a way that I could with a fresh perspective, fresh eyes, looking at what she had done in the workbook and then talking to her. I was able to see that common denominator really clearly. It's part of who she is, and it's the problem that she's passionate about solving that a lot of people have, right? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you are encouraged from it. I, I want you to contextualize this work that Joni is doing. I want you to contextualize it to yourself. I want you to ask yourself the same questions. Go download the workbook. Do the work yourself. And ask the big, scary questions and invite God into it because that's going to be how you figure out who you're supposed to be working with. Your niche is that place, that intersection, that convergence of 
what's already inside you and how it can help solve a problem that somebody else in the world has. That's your niche. And your niche can be pretty general. And then all you have to do is kind of turn the dial a couple of degrees to the left or the right, and you'll dial it really in to who has this problem that you're passionate about serving. So enjoy. Let's jump in. Hi, Joni. Thanks for um, jumping on with me today. We connected inside the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group, and you said in one of your posts that in your own coaching, you discovered God was calling you to be brave. So you had created um, a copy, of, created and printed out a copy of something that you put in your Bible and kind of everywhere, your planner, you said, and it's a kind of looks like a pie, different pieces mm-hmm. of a pie. Then you write specific prayers on them. So you have a reminder to focus um, all of that time on different aspects of life in your business, right? So you shared all of that and then said, this one that you were working on was all about finding your niche, not being idle until God reveals it. And I want you to just kind of introduce yourself to the listeners a little bit about yourself and where you are in your coaching journey. And then tell us a little bit more about why and how you came up with this pie prayer. <laughs> My pie prayer. My for prayer for pie. Prayer pie. Yeah. yeah prayer pie. I oh, it. I love that. That's cute. Um, well, thank you so much. I am fairly new to the coaching world. I've been um, in training for about a year and slowly picking up clients here and there. I've, um, as we will get into, I've done a lot of things and a lot of them at the same time. I always seem to have 10 irons in the fire (laughs) and I like it that way. I like to be diversified in hobby and time and income and I like passive income. And so um, I fortunately have maintained connections with a lot of the passionate groups I've been a part of. One is a group of fitness instructors um, that are almost all Christians and we're very focused on um, people's hearts, not just their bodies. It's about an internal transformation. And so I have gotten a couple clients from that group um, because I know they're go-getters or some of their participants are interested. So um, as I listened to podcasts, especially, um, while I'm driving, I just absolutely love to listen to podcasts while I'm driving. I started just really listening for over and over. You've got to get narrow down your niche, micro niche. And as you know, and I'm sure your listeners know, that's really intimidating to think about doing in the beginning. Cause you think, why would I limit who I'm going to coach when I'm so desperate to get coaching hours? Um, and I need to get, you know, a hundred hours. I probably have 25 of them, but I've got a lot of work to do. And um, not that any of those would be wasted if they weren't my niche, but I just felt like God telling me it's time. It's really time to listen closely and hear what he's doing. And so one of the wonderful things about being in coach training is you get to be coached by other people in coach training. And my sweet friend, Michelle was coaching me, I guess it was just last week. And in that session, I was really kind of exploring this, you know, what is God telling me? And 
I said, I think I need to focus in this session on what is God asking? What do I need to ask God? I'm sorry to show me what, and and I just started like questions started flowing and I made this list. And then out of that time, I said, where do I need to be brave? And that's been kind of a theme in my life. Like I, I grew up not thinking that I could do very hard things. No one ever told me that it just kind of never worked out. I was a background player. You know, I was not the star of a show or a, I didn't want to be first saxophone. I wanted to just be second or third, just play it safe. Um, in my twenties, I realized that was really a fear of success, not a fear of failure because I don't want to do all the things required of me. If, I have a, a big role or whatever. Um, so anyway, in, in my twenties, I had a great friend who said, when I told her about a business I wanted to do, so let's do it. And I was like, that's not, you don't just do things. You just don't do hard things. Cause you think of them. And she's like, why not? And I had a million reasons and she just knocked them all down, you know, cause she was a brave person. And we started a, a t-shirt brand and we sold at Christian festivals, creation festival, I mean, we didn't get an answer back. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to call them. What's the worst that can happen? They can just say, no, you can't sell at our, cause that was a hundred thousand people, you know? Wow. And I called and they said, what's your name? And I told them, they said, uh, let me look at your files. Yeah, you can come. And I said, <laughs> what? It's two weeks away. We don't have anything printed. Are you kidding? Best week of my life. I mean, best week of my life. And that was the first time I just, I just realized God is asking me to be brave. Sometimes it's just about fun. Sometimes it's people's souls and people's hearts. But so my little wheel and the things he was, was telling me is what niche (laughs) who have I already sent you? Who has God already sent me? How many should I be asking to work with me? What do I need to obey that you've already told me? That's been a really big one. I don't know if it was, your podcast. Oh no, it was the experiencing God study. They say you need to just obey as much as you know to obey. God told Abraham, go. He said, where I'll tell you when you get there, go was what, you know, so what, what do I need to be obeying that God's already told me and what things need to be done with urgency? I haven't really worked on that one yet, but that was written down out of my coaching time. So that's, the so long good. version of that. <laughs> I love it. So, well, when you reached out, you said that on Facebook, then I asked you to email me because I was wondering if you'd be interested in doing this episode with me because you're, you're trying to dial in that niche mm. and find out what is God saying. So I sent you a link to the digging for gold workbook. What was that like? How'd that work out? It you was did really incredible quickly. for, you know, maybe most grownups like me don't love homework, but <laughs> Getting to list the good things that you see in yourself and other people see in you and how God's showing you, those are the same things. Um, it is it is kind of scary to write nice things about yourself or, or your dreams. Yeah. It shouldn't be, but I think for most people, we get pretty insecure about what we can be good at. And um, I felt really, really confident in who God made me to be by going through it. It was very confidence building and eye-opening and inspiring. And it made me want to go conquer the world. So 
I'm glad you made me do that. <laughs> it made me want to go conquer the world. Yes. <laughs> so what the point of it is to ultimately kind of come down to that core message of what's already in you. What is the gold right. that's already inside of you? Let's go mine it, like excavate it and then right. polish it. Right. And so I see you have on your list of what can you teach about for 20 minutes without notes and you have a <laughs> Switch. I have a long list. I'm going to say you're a homeschooler too. So I'm going to say you're probably a lot like me and you have a high pedagogical intelligence, meaning you can kind of teach whatever is in front of you that you want to teach that you either know about already, but, or you can go find something and then teach mm. from it probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I was born that way or if homeschooling worked it into me, but I'll maybe, say anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which is one th- reason, you know, podcasting is awesome because you can teach and can train people. You can educate and you can encourage and equip people. And then mm-hmm. to tie that to coaching where you can actually become a guide for people who've learned from you. And I know yeah. you put in there that like maybe podcasting would be in your future. So t- being Absolutely. able to tie your coaching business to a podcast as your organic marketing tool is really awesome. So you said you could teach on selling on Etsy, homeschooling, fitness, budgeting, Bible study, print on demand, demand platforms, taking bold steps, regardless of fear and church trauma, which there probably needs to be several more books about that than there are already are. <laughs> yep. Um, and then we talked about what kind of things upset you when you see injustice, apathy, failure, that to me is the things that make you upset or angry about it really help to point towards your passion. So you basically listed several areas where if you see lack of discipline in something that's bothersome to you, Mm -hmm. spiritually, health, financial, basically people settling for something (laughs) that you know they can have more, which I think is the heart of a coach. Um, You don't want to see people settle. You want to see them enter into transformation and growth. So Obviously, I'm going to say you, your least favorite jobs, corporate roles, and being <laughs> a hamster on a wheel, I so identify. <laughs> yeah. Um. So moving down to there's a portion of kind of like the core message. Number 11, choose one group of people in the world you'd like to help. And dialing that in, you're, first of all, you're talking about Christian women. And that would be probably your umbrella. Right. And then if you were to dial underneath that umbrella, you've got home stay at home moms, homeschool moms, women who want um, extra income, extra inspiration, women whose children are leaving home or they've basically what you call retired from homeschooling, which I love. And then they're mm-hmm. finally having a season where they can say, what do I want? Mm-hmm. What about me? What's what is my life look like? Because all these people have sewn into all these all these years, they don't need the same thing from me anymore. So how do I find myself? So that if that's the group of people, then, you know, you're looking at your core message and what does their perfect life look like in your eyes, right? You, you said they're asking God, what do I do next? And they Mm. need to get equipped for that next season. So their perfect life, um, stepping into their new adventure, finding ways to learn and grow and follow their own calling without being consumed by needs and 
ready for the that next big adventure. And I love that because you're you're saying like these women whose last season of their lives where they've poured out them they've poured themselves out, you're interested in helping them find their next big adventure mm-hmm. that has more focus on themselves as opposed to everybody else. Um, I speak to that, like in the context of, I talk between two different types of people and sometimes they dovetail people who are self-focused and people who are others focused. Mm-hmm. That's different than selfish or selfless. <laughs> it's, it's just some people have a natural bent towards being focused on others always and then some are more focused on self. And those self-focused people are oftentimes able to get more done that mm. they want to get done in where it feels tangible. Whereas others focused people, especially moms and homeschoolers, end up going, I don't know if I got anything done at the end of the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because what they focused on was getting everybody else's wants and needs met. And that feels right. more intangible. So to me, I hear from what you're saying on this and what you've told me, you want to help women who've really had intangible fruit experience uh, this transformation of experiencing tangible fruit in their own lives that has more attention on really what they want and need. Mm. And then it sounds like some of them might want to get more physically health disciplined Some of them might want to start focusing on their own finances, make some money or make more money. Some of them might want to start a business. Some of them might want to start creating things as opposed to just Ublek, which is a homeschool, (laughs) you know, the (laughs) Ublek, have you ever played that? That We mix like um, cornstarch and water and it's also a liquid. (laughs) Moms who want to make more than just Ublek, you could call your parents more than new black. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. What do you think? Like just so far what I'm extracting, what I'm reading. Yeah. They, um, they haven't. So in my case, I had a bunch of things going on all the time while I was homeschooling. Um, part of that had to do with my husband encouraging it. You know, I, back in 2015, he bought me training for a fitness instructor, the program refit that I'm a part of. I never would have done that on my own. Mm. I didn't think it was my time to do anything like that. He said, no, it's time for you to do what you need to do. You can still be homeschooling the kids and leading Bible studies and serving at church, but like, what's your thing for you? Right. And so he, he bought that for me. And I mean, that was the best present. And just this, this year he bought me group fitness, group fitness, national certification. I just passed my test on Friday. So now I can teach anything anywhere. And I, you know, like that's, that's a whole podcast episode right there. <laughs> Ask for your dreams as your presence. You don't need another purse or a spa day. What do you want to do that costs a lot of money? Get that for a present. Cause that, those have been the best presents I've ever had. The, the education that I needed. And so that example for you, now you want to go help other do that for other people. I'm yeah. so you're not going to go buy them the training they need, but you want to be that type of actual support and encouragement. Right. I don't think they should wait till the last kid graduates to know what they're going to work on 
and then have a maybe midlife crisis about it and then get help and then start thinking about themselves. Cause I've, I I've done a little of that in some areas of my life where I just, I thought I played the martyr. It's all about my kids. It's not about me, but really I'm like, but it needs to be about me a little. I am a person who is created to do things. Right. You know, if you're a daughter of God before you became a mom, right. Joni. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, the, the Proverbs 31 woman, yeah, she served a lot of people. She also was a businesswoman and an artist. And like that woman did a lot of fun things. She invested in property. I'm like, oh, I got to learn that. (laughs) And it's not the pressure of Proverbs 31 women. uh, Women often feel like I'm supposed to be all of those things all at one time. Right. Should have been that way 20 years ago. That's a lie. Yeah. Don't read those books. <laughs> yeah. This is, you know, just a woman who's it's just inspiring. It's, it's showing inspiring what to me. Possible. Yeah. It's possible that you could go do this. And I love that your husband would encourage and support you in that way. And like he gave you tangible support. Not mm-hmm. just, oh yeah, honey, that's that's a great idea. Go for it. But he showed up in that. And yeah. that's really impressive. There's been times I've had to remind, you know, like, no, I, I need to study six Mm -hmm. hours this week before my exam. So when I tell you I need to, it's going to be really tempting. If you say, do you want to go out to dinner? No, I please don't, (laughs) you know, I need your accountability this week. And I've, you know, cause we want to have fun together all the time. Kids are grown, but I have to, I have to sometime ask for it again, even though he's of course been very supportive. But it's good that you've learned how to communicate what you need and put boundaries around it and ask him to support those things as well. And don't you think like your kids, they need to see what it looks like for a healthy mom to care about herself before they leave, you know, all the things that you've done. And do you feel like they've actually shown your kids what's possible, how you don't have to self-sabotage, but you'd also don't have to like shuck all of your responsibilities and cares for your family to go after what you want. There, there are ways to dovetail these things. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've been, um, coerced, forced. I don't know what the right word is into many exercise classes that I taught. (laughs) Like you're going, you need to exercise. I teach it. It's fun. Your friends are there. You're going, you know, you're going to do it. And, um, oh, they've definitely, I mean, they've bought me presents that are about what I do. Like they, my kids are great. They definitely get it. And yeah. I've forced my kids to try businesses as teenagers. They got to be an entrepreneur at a home state homeschool convention with a little jewelry business. We started, they made $700 in a day. You know, they're like, they're not scared to do those things that I was scared to at their age because I tried to instill in them. You no, know, you have to try something while you're with me is your ground to try, try again, revamp it, pivot, but you're trying, you're trying stuff while you live here. Sorry. (laughs) You got to try stuff. But but I think that's also probably what's going to help you as a coach is that you're there for your clients to guide them. It's time to try. Right. Okay. Now it's time to try again. Right. Okay. Now it's time for that rough draft to get edited of whatever you started, whatever you created, let's evaluate it together. Like, it sounds like you really have a gifting in that the beginning of the creative cycle to create 
to come up with ideas, inspiration, start looking around you, seeing what people need. So you said in the Digging for Gold workbook, what's your message to these people? Don't forget yourself in this season. If you've been sacrificing a lot of this time for the rearing and education of your children, remember one day they'll be gone. So you can ask God now what you need to be preparing for that day, for that day. And then make sure your own calling isn't buried under the noble effort of raising children who will soon fly the nest. So if you find yourself a retired mom and don't know what's next, let's dive into what God has in store for you now. I love that. I think that's amazing. Um, so kind of dialing down, you had some in, outside input, which is awesome. It says that you had three people who basically told you things that encouraged you and also really makes you happy to feel that that's what they see in your life. And then um, summarizing the most meaningful main points of this workbook into three sentences. When God's calling you to a new opportunity, he equips you with everything you need to rise to the occasion. Learning and growing are necessary in exciting parts of life, no matter the season. And don't forget to ask God how to follow your dreams. He's waiting to show you how to fulfill the desires of your heart. So I'm just going to say all of this core message work is leading you to say, be able to ask the question, how does all of this cultivate into a solution that really one day is your coaching offer? Mm for a specific group. So if we follow this path, if your core message, the gold that's already inside of you, it's, it's stemming from the stories in your life, the skills you have and the successes, meaning the, the things you've overcome. If you cultivate all of that through this workbook, you bring that into this message that you want to share with women, Christian women, likely who are in a new season, a, a transition season, or coming into one eventually that means that the stage of life will, will change. And they, they want to go find something new and you want to help them find that new thing. Right. Mm. So that, yeah. then that solution, I can help you find the next big adventure in your life. What is the problem that that solves? So what would people say this is my problem. And you could say, well, my solution is I will help you find your next great adventure. How would you define kind of the problem that those women, and maybe you've been that woman. I, I know you started a long time sooner. Maybe you've worked with some clients already who would kind of give language to that problem that you could actually solve. Um, I think they're all a little different, you know, based on their life stage and current circumstances. But I think the same main message is I feel like I'm supposed to start something new. I don't know where to start. Okay. Um, Cause I think about the woman who was brought to me last week, God just dropped her in my lap and <laughs> She's in her sixties is a church secretary of one of the biggest churches in town knows everybody. She's amazing. And they want to replace their income and retire and still ha have the income. And so she's asking help getting a certain kind of business started that I have started not at the level she wants to do, you know, but she's, she's got the dream. 
dream and, and the thing, but she's not the, she's not the homeschool mom. She's the, she's the working woman, but she needs something new. She thinks she knows what it is. She doesn't know how to start. Her mm-hmm. husband's not sure it's a good idea. They're scared of some of the, the big what ifs and the costs and the, you know, and I'm like, I want to be like, oh, honey, none of that matters. If it's the right thing, everything will line up if you start. So I think, I think the main message is I'm afraid to start the new thing God is putting in front of me or whispering, maybe just whispering (laughs) and they can't get away from it. Like you and I, when we, we heard you're supposed to homeschool. No, thank you. When my husband first said, I think we should homeschool. I said, never say that to me again. (laughs) My kids were kindergarten and second grade. And then what does God do? Keep putting homeschoolers in my path that seem like really cool, awesome people that I want to be like. And I said, no, 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 no. This is not for me. And by the end of the year, I couldn't wait to start, you know? Um, So they're, they're in that thing. I think God's telling me to fill in the blank. I don't know. I'm scared to start. I don't know where to start. I think that's the problem. I'm going to say throughout the workbook and throughout this conversation, I think your main keyword is start. It's like everything is kind of centered. You starting and you seeing these women in front of you who don't know how to start. They're not clear about what they're supposed to start. And they don't have encouragement to start. They're scared. They, <laughs> But there's something inside of them that says, I'm, I'm maybe supposed to do something, something mm-hmm. new. And I don't know. I, I wish I had had somebody who said, I am a starting coach. <laughs> I'll take a starting mm-hmm. coach. I don't know. Like you can kind of in coaching, you can choose your niche. And if you want to be called a starting coach, you can, if you want to be a create something new coach, you can be. So <laughs> I'm going to say like, you have that gold inside of you. How can you polish that? You don't have to dig in and dial in your niche so much that you only coach Christian women who've been stay-at-home moms, have homeschooled 15 or more years, have three or more children, and they all live in the Southwest and they're all, you know, either some form of brunette. Like that's a little too much. You know what I mean? It's not going to, that's not helpful, but you can know that your niche are a lot of women who hear God speaking to them, or they know that he's planted something inside of them. And they're saying, I want to follow that, but I don't know how I don't have a roadmap. I don't have a mentor. I don't have somebody who's buying me training. I don't have the money. I don't have the, I don't think that I have the intelligence. I don't think I'm smart enough, good enough, worth enough. And they're working through all of the questions, all of the struggles that feel painful, but they really just want to get unstuck. They want to go from, I've been doing X, Y, Z in the past. I want to do ABC something new in the future, but I don't know how to bridge that gap. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're saying I excel at my superpower is bridging the gap between your point A, which is I'm stuck. There's something new, but I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. And even if I did, I wouldn't know what to do first. Mm-hmm. 
I, you, that's their point A. And you're saying I can help you go from point A to getting some clarity and taking some action that leads to greater clarity because it's really, you need a little clarity about the first step, but that action is what actually gives you the clarity you need by taking that action, imperfect action. And then those steps are going to get more clear, more clear. Then you begin to be able to develop a little strategy about going forward to get to point B. And then you start feeling confident because you look back and you go, that's how it's done. In hindsight, you go, that's how God was going to do it. God showed up. And it sounds like you have this, the golden side of you is I know how to start things and I can help you start something. And what if you didn't have to only help retired homeschoolers start a side business? What if you were actually able to just say, whatever you want to go do, I'm really good at figuring out how you can do it. And if I need to, if I already know, I'll help consult you on how to, but if I don't know how, I know how to figure it out Mm -hmm. and we can do that together. And I can just be that guidance counselor. (laughs) Can you write that? I'll script it and I'll record it and I'll start a podcast. That'll be my intro. (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) just kidding. It's going to be an episode and it will be transcribed. It will be written out for you. (laughs) It is so perfect of what is in my heart. I love that getting started because I'm sitting here thinking like, I could do a whole series on side hustle ideas that work right now. I'm a DoorDasher, an Instacart, or a, a, you name it, Etsy, Amazon. I do all of the things, but also you need to eat healthier and you're scared to, you're scared of what you're giving up. Like I've helped people do all those things just as a friend, mm-hmm. a coworker, whatever, because I, I, I believe wholeheartedly that if you start like I love, I've, I've heard that so much in your podcast, imperfect action is so much better than no action at all. Mm-hmm. And um, gosh, the things that I've been able to do, I can't even believe some of them just because I started something or I asked that scary question Just you know, that my, my told my kids, you better never forget this moment. Don't be afraid to ask when I was teaching fitness, Family Force Five was my favorite band. I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> with them. And they were still all together and touring. And um, my kids, it was their favorite. And I messaged them on Facebook and said, can't wait to see you in concert Saturday. We danced to one of your songs in my fitness class because it was one of the official choreography songs it's on YouTube. And they messaged and said, you guys want to dance on stage with us at the show? And I was like... You have got to be kidding me. And it was one of the, and my daughter and son and their friends got to be on stage with them just because I, I never would have done that as a teenager. I would have been like, I'm a nobody, nobody, but you know, people are nicer than you think they are. And they're just following their dreams and they had to start somewhere. And that was just one fun day, but it is a memory we will never forget. And I'll never let my kids forget that they got to do that. Because I'm like, it's so, it's so fun. One, one statement. Yeah. There's really no risk in what you did. You I didn't even ask. I just honored them. Yeah. I'm like, we love you so much that we, my, the brand, you know, and the people who run the brand in Texas, they were like, you bet. Are you kidding me? We will fly there and do it if we can. <laughs> I'm like, I, th- they said we could. And then when we got there, it was real. And we got to do three songs that, I mean, 
Wow. They're not the biggest band in the world and they weren't then, but it, they were the biggest in our world. And so that was like the mountaintop experience for my teenagers at the time, you know? So, but look what you uh, taught your teenagers. Yeah. Don't no be afraid risk. to ask. Don't be afraid to ask the questions and they might feel really big to you, but they might, they're, maybe they're small in the concept of like everything overarching in the world. Maybe relatively they're small, but to you, they're big. They feel scary. Those, yeah. They call them big, hairy, audacious goals, yeah. <laughs> big, hairy, audacious questions for you. And mm-hmm. you as a coach, you've been teaching your children and the people in your sphere, because with all those outside input questions and the digging for gold workbook, you asked other people, what do you see in me? And they all said, like, you're not, you know, the things that you're not afraid to ask the questions, you're confident, you're you're so invested in helping other people, like all of the things that other people already see in you, it's because you're influencing the spheres of people around you, not just your kids, mm-hmm. but your family, the people in your neighborhood, you'll, everybody would be surprised to find out what other people actually think about you. If you were to ask them, mm-hmm. what do you see in me that is like gold? Because I want to go see what I can do with it. I just want to know do other people see it, you know? And so you have been influencing your children, but you've also been influencing all the people who've watched you ask those questions and take those risks, take just the first step. And as a coach, your ability to now say, Hey, let's ask this question together. You know, your ability to say to a woman who is like, I don't know what to do. Okay. Let's go ask God together. I don't know how to do that. You know, what do you think we should Google? What should we put in the search bar so that you and I can take the steps to figure it out together? You know, I've never done that before, but I bet we could figure it out together. Maybe, you know, and you've obviously done a lot of things so that you can say, I have done that before. And I can do, in addition to coaching, I can actually do some consulting to show you steps one through 10 about how to get from here to there. Which again, like you made the point earlier before um, this episode, we were talking and you said, you know, you understand there's a difference between consulting and coaching. Yeah. And you have the ability to do both because if you have tapped into all of these things that you've done where you know you could help somebody do, but in coaching, a lot of times that can turn into courses that you can create, right? Right. So you're talking about podcast series, but you have series, you could do a series of multiple episodes where you're educating and encouraging your listeners to build your audience. You could do episode um, series on how to start an Etsy shop, how yeah. to start homeschooling. So exciting. All um, of it. So <laughs> you know, you could just do start series. Yeah. Start series. And, and just say, this is like steps one through 10. And then in, down the road, you could start building out online courses. And then inviting people who are students inside your courses to actually then invest into one-on-one coaching with you where you go a bit deeper or you, you help them in their mindsets, but you have these skills already. You've tapped into what it's like to, I am capable of doing this. I could teach this. Well, that's, that's what the podcast is. I'm not coaching people on the podcast because there's no client in front of me. right? Right. I'm teaching. I'm speaking, I'm consulting. I'm saying, go from here to there, do this first. Here's your own self-coaching work. But then 
I get in front of somebody in a coaching context, I'm going to ask a lot of questions and what is in them is going to rise up and come out, kind of come out. So you have the ability to do that with women who are desperate to get unstuck and just need some guidance to get going down the road, to have like a, to have the camaraderie, to have a confidant in the middle of that. And yeah, I think you're going to do really good at it. I think that you've been Thank doing you. it for a long time, <laughs> but now as you're stepping into, you're not going to always have to do all these other things to get your kind of that feeling of like, I started and did something new, your Instacart, your DoorDash, all the yeah. things you're going to probably be so busy creating for a podcast episode. That's what I hope. I, creating because... this business, building it. And then working with people. Yeah, that's what I hope. And as you know, as you talk and it's like, yeah, that's my dream job. And it's kind of blowing my mind that I know that that is an actual job that I will get to have. (laughs) I mean, I have it now. I'm just lightly, you know, and I, I've been given very clear signs to be patient and just that's, that's what I love. Like, what is the next thing I need to obey? What's Mm -hmm. urgent that I need to obey now. Right. And because God is just revealing, you know, he never revealed anything at one time in the Bible. It would have blown their minds and they would have exploded and never gone anywhere. He gave them one step at a time. You know, I just love putting your foot in the river and then the water dries up. I mean, how long have so many of us camped on the side of that river and stared at it, wish the river was lower, you know, and God requires us to take steps. Right there. That's the thread of teaching to be able to educate and encourage people. Yeah. In podcast, emailing, whatever. Like so you know, I use the greenhouse. I use a lot of different um the one tree focus. I have a lot of different concepts that are kind of core to how like a thread of what I teach so that I can educate and encourage listeners and eventually those people sometimes want to jump into my courses or work with me on one one to one. For you, that whole concept of I will be there. We're going to, I'm going to be with you. We're going to look at the river. We're going to talk about why it's so scary to you right now. We're Mm going to talk, you know, and then I'm going to help you overcome that. And I'm going to tell you what it's like to put your foot in the river. I'm going to, and I'm going to get in with you. (laughs) Like I'm going to be right there. I'm holding the towel. It's nice and warm. (laughs) (laughs) But to have somebody like you who can walk alongside of somebody like who I used to be wishing that somebody would just go with me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I want to start on so many things I wanted to start, but I was always alone in starting them. Mm-hmm. And so to have somebody like you who actually would specifically focus on helping me start anything in my life with God, mm-hmm. but with God, but also with somebody who has skin on, yeah. <laughs> my yeah. coach, you know, I think what a blessing that would have well, been. And I think what an honor it would be for you to help bring to life what they're made to release into the world. Yeah. And two big things. One, one thing is I'm not afraid to start alone. And I think that grew out of only out of experience when I started with someone and then that person moved away when we had that business. And then I was stuck with tax forms and the IRS. I, I thought I was going to get, <laughs> I got in trouble with the IRS for filing something wrong and I had to figure it out by myself. 
And then coming to the end of these situations and go, that wasn't the end of the world. I asked, they helped me. I got through it. It it was forgiven. It was just a mistake. Oh, you can do hard things. And even when things go wrong, it is not the end of the world. Right. And so that was, that was huge. And then another really huge thing was when I realized when the verse says, God gives you the desires of your heart. I, I don't know if it was interpreted to me wrong, but I always heard it as whatever is in your heart, God will give you, but no, he, he gives the desires. Yeah. He puts them in your heart. So if something's there and it won't go away and you pray about it, it's like, he wants you to start it. If he put it there, he wants you to start it. And, um, and I've started so many things alone now. It's like, I'm addicted to it. I need to hold, <laughs> hold it back sometimes. <laughs> Cause I want to do everything. Cause you can, you can do whatever you want. And I want people to know that. So, yeah. well, you know, they say mother uh, necessity is the mother of all invention. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is like what you're saying is you were put into a position where you kind of left alone and it still had to get figured out. And oh, it was terrifying. Yeah. Your muscles in that area were stretched. You had to push up against, you know, you had to lift a weight that you weren't used to lifting. And then that enabled you to have the muscles you needed the next time you had to bear the weight of lifting something you weren't used to lifting. Yeah. So it was almost like the necessity of that, those situations become the mother of it's okay. I'm with you. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's the invention of the, the you that did it already. Mm -hmm. It's, It's the invention of, Hey, you, you figured it out. Hey, you look what's possible. Hey, you, you're stronger than you knew you could be, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, yeah. but now you've figured that out and you've, you're going before all of these other women and you have something to, you have something to say when you reach out your hand towards them and say, I'll walk with you. So yeah. I'm really impressed, like the work that you've already done and how you've gotten this far. And I hope our conversation at very least helps you go, okay, I've really dialed in that starting things and helping people start things is some gold in, in this mine. And, you know, we're okay. I'm going to start polishing that and see how that goes. And then maybe the next time we talk, you'll tell me you've started your podcast. <laughs> Yay! Now I've said it. I have to, I, I put it out there. <laughs> I told you it's easier than you think. So, well, that's the gold of coaching is that I fill out a bunch of stuff and I say a bunch of stuff and you tell me what you hear and you heard everything's about people starting things. And I'm like, duh, but I couldn't get it out of my mouth that clearly and simply because I'm overthinking everything. And that helps so much to get me motivated and okay. So now I got to get a cute name for starting things and (laughs) Yeah, I'm but super excited. Able to name things too, and just yes. know that all of the different names, because you're a creator, you're going to come up with a lot of really cool options. <laughs> so, yes. I have this decision fatigue at all times. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to have you're going to name your podcast, but you're also going to need a tagline. So you're going to yes. mix all of the ideas you come up with, play with them between those two things. Then you also have a business name, a domain name, and then you have coaching offer names coaching program names, course names. There's a lot of different places for all of the ideas that pop into your head to land when you start naming things. So I'm saying that so that you don't get that FOMO about, but I really love this. 
Yeah. But it's not right. Keep it and hold on to it because it might be right for something later. Yeah. That's a great, great advice. Thank you. So thank you for coming on for that, um, to the podcast. Loved talking with you. Thanks for pouring out all of your encouragement to the listeners. Cause I know that there's a lot of people who will listen, who will say, yeah, I don't know where to start either. And that conversation helped me feel braver than I, than I thought that I was. And mm-hmm. if she can do it. It shows me that it's possible. So I'm going to ask scary questions because really like if God's for me, whose no can be against me. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. no out there in the world can really be actually against me if God's for me. Cause he, he's a yes and amen towards me. So I, I think a lot Absolutely. of people are encouraged by what you've shared. So awesome. And I'll see you soon. Thank you. I hope that you love this episode and you feel challenged, inspired, and encouraged. If you're a coach or you want to be one, jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group so we can connect over there. And to work with me, grab the links in the show notes to get quick clarity about your calling as a coach and entrepreneur, as well as how to get trained as a coach with Sterling and Stone and start your own business. Bless you, friend.